Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from Percy'sGrowRoom.com. In this week's interview, we speak to some good friends of the show, The High Ladies. They have been on the show many times before, both in interviews and on the panel of the show as well. So you may have heard of these guys before. If not, you should definitely check them out because they're super cool ladies. We always have a good time when they come and visit us on the show. Anyway, in this episode, we're going to talk about their new season, uh, season six of The High Ladies, which is all about politics and cannabis. So we speak a little bit about politics and cannabis in this episode. So it might get a bit ranty here and there, but it's a good conversation. We always have a good time speaking to Annie and Amanda, and I hope you enjoy the episode as well. It would be great if you could leave a comment on the podcast. If you listen to this show regularly and you're enjoying the show, then please leave a comment on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcast, whichever network you listen to the show on. Just leave us a review. That would be really fucking cool. But for now, let's just move on. We'll get the interview out the way and then I'll leave some links that you're going to need at the end of the show. So probably sound something nice and enjoy this interview with the high ladies. I'll see you in a bit. Annie and Amanda, welcome. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good, man. We're good. How, how are you? You good? Yeah, we're doing all right. It's been busy. Yeah. Uh... Season six dropped uh, on Tuesday. Yeah, two so, days ago. How's, how's it going? Lots of downloads, lots of interest. Yes, yes. Excellent. It's crazy. Like, I don't know about you, but like this started as a, a little project and it's turning into a full time job. Oh, I know that feeling. It creeps up on you fast. Yeah. Yeah, for Amanda's sure. It's, it's like you love doing it, but it is a lot of hard work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Amanda's currently unemployed, and I keep saying you can't get another job. Like you, you can't get a real job. We don't have time for you to get a real job. <laughs> this is your real job now. That's it. <laughs> you stuck at home. You stuck being poor. Tough. That's <laughs> what I'm not used to already. <laughs> but it must be all all going very well for you to be on season six. You know, there's a lot of inspiration there. A lot of people follow the podcast. You know, you've got uh 10k followers up on Instagram. Probably more than that now, right? Yeah, we just uh, yeah last week, ten k and growing, which is very exciting, and mm-hmm. it, and it's you know reflected in seeing our listenership go up and up and up exponentially, and that's so exciting. Awesome. Um, yeah, so it is going really well. Um, we never expected this much. No. Mm-hmm. It's good, man. Yeah, it's good because, as you say, it is a lot of hard work, and it's good to see that people appreciate the hard work and keep coming back. You know. Yeah, definitely. There, mm-hmm. it shows that there's really a need for this type of conversation mm-hmm. from a, you know, like a mature female perspective. Yes, and you're fun to talk to as well. You know, this is why we keep having you back on the show. It's always good to talk to the high ladies. <laughs> oh, thanks, Maggie. <laughs> so, season six is is about politics, I believe. That's right. And you've been rubbing so- shoulders with some politics as well, right? We have been. Well, that's how we got the bug. Amanda and I went to Ottawa in October for the fourth anniversary of legalization here in Canada. And we were there with an organization called the C3, the Cannabis Council of Canada. And they're all about lobbying the government. So they set us up with our local MP and we went to Parliament Hill and actually met with an MP and got to have our say 
and talk to them about, you know, cannabis laws and what needs to change and what their perspective was. And so we got the bug. Nice. Great. Well, what was your number one uh, advice to him of what had to change in cannabis laws in Canada? Well, there's two things. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Well, there was equivalency. Yes. And as you know, because you covered it in on your own podcast, uh, we're going in the right direction with equivalencies. Um, All around cannabis beverages. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. And then yeah. there, are, there are other problems with different things with equivalencies. And the second yeah. one is your favorite fight is uh, the sicker. Yo, the taxation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, excise taxes are uh, disproportionately affecting the, the cannabis space. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, the, the only person making money right now is the government, and that's not <laughs> fair. So it's Trudeau. Yes, exactly. Did you Throw get to meet Trudeau? Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, lucky we did. <laughs> yeah, that would have been an interesting conversation. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe he listens. <laughs> yeah, he smoked. I mean, he used to smoke weed in college and stuff. There's, you know, there's well documented. That doesn't make accounts. Cool. It doesn't make him cool. And the, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. He he basically legalized cannabis and walked away from the situation. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's legal. See ya. And sort of left, <laughs> left, left, left everybody scrambling, which meant that the provincial governments basically could do whatever they want and right. nobody had a say and nobody mm-hmm. was regulating it. And nobody was watching what was happening. They did it very hush hush under the like behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. So, but, but seeing the drink equivalency change has been amazing uh just in the sense that it shows that when enough of us band together and voice our opinions on a topic we can make change mm-hmm. e- even if it's just incremental change yeah it, it, it's it, a start it's not a huge thing i mean you reported on your show we went from legally buying five cans which is just stupid and ridiculous to legally being able to book by 48 which is great but cost prohibitive Oh um, yeah, for sure. Because we said the like between five and ten dollars for each can. So you're looking about four hundred dollars to really buy forty eight drinks. But yeah. maybe in time, now that you can buy so many more, the price will be able to come down because they'll be able to produce more. And as the percentage of people, and it is on the rise. It's a small percentage of drinks is in the market, mm-hmm. but it is you know getting more and more traction. Yep. If they can sell more maybe they can sell it for less. Like if Budweiser, you mentioned Budweiser on your show, if they could only sell five beers at a time, mm-hmm. those beers would be five to $10. Yeah. I agree. There's also like a shipping and cost for the retailer because those, they can't buy a flat of 48 because it, like, it's too expensive for them. And where the hell are you going to store them in mm-hmm. like these tiny retail spaces, right? Mm-hmm. So- and everybody's box is a different size and a different shape, which makes that really difficult if you're trying to store that, plus all this cannabis that comes in these ridiculous jars, which have so much waste, mm-hmm. right? And they're all different sizes and shapes and the boxes are different. So you can't keep like a, it's difficult to keep an orderly system. Mm. So I hope from, I hope the, that we'll standardize how the shipment goes out. Like you can buy a flat of 48 
or buy a flat of 24 all in like from a, from a store perspective what well, i like i just remember my time working in stores like that that's like the one of the biggest problems is like keeping your inventory in check yeah. and mm. when everything is like different sizes and shapes and stuff gets lost and you know it's, it's awful well mm -hmm. we felt like we talked about the drink equivalencies a lot on the show and we had a a letter to the government on our Instagram for people to fill out. So we felt we had like a tiny hand in this. And so we were like, wow, you know, there is a possibility of change. This is a small change, but there is a possibility of change. So yes, we're going to focus our entire season around the politics of cannabis. And we always keep it broad. This just kind of reins us in so we don't go too insane. No, go but crazy. Go crazy. <laughs> but we want to see the packaging. Yeah. And, and the amount of waste. That's oh, yeah. That's oh, definitely something that needs that. to be sorted out. Yeah. Um, equivalencies with the excise. Uh, equivalencies in food. That's in edibles. That's an issue. The excise tax and the government taxes that are like eating up 60% of the price of what you're actually paying is going right to the government. That's something we want to deal with. We want to talk about things like um, window coverings for stores and employee safety. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Oh, what else do we have going on? So are, they, are you going to do what, one episode for each subject? Show. Sorry, what was that? I'd love to have Steve D'Angelo on the show and talk about his work, The Last Prisoner Project. So we're, you know, we're always, you know, trying new things. And so we feel mm. now that we understand enough about how the whole cannabis space works in Canada, yeah. that we can actually talk about this. So did Steve D'Angelo get back to you already? Not yet. Oh, lame. Steve, if you're listening, check your inbox. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, somebody we talked to just the other day had said that Steve wasn't doing interviews at the present time, but uh, it was good to contact him and get on his schedule, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, we'll be here for season seven, eight, and nine. And that's right. We'll cross paths at some point. You just go. got to keep trying. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. Never give now, up. Question on your drink equivalencies. And I'm a uh, stupid question because I'm not Canadian. and I don't know the laws up there. Is there, a, is there a maximum limit on amount of cans of beer I can go to the store and buy? No, no, no. You okay. can go and buy all of it. So eventually it would be good to get into the cannabis space to where we, uh, it, it's pretty much that way. There is no limit. Buy what you can afford. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. how it should be. And, and there's also some there's also some confusion with the recycling of um, aluminum cans because uh, stores have had to pay a deposit on those cans, and there's some real controversy between because in at least here in Ontario, the only place that takes bottle returns for alcohol is the beer store. So if they're allowed to get like to use cannabis beverage cans and some stores will allow it some stores won't Ooh, it's yeah it take a, a cannabis can to my beer store and see what they say and see what they say yeah, yeah it's really <laughs> interesting yeah, yeah it, it's interesting because the, the deposit is worked into the price that you paid on it oh everything is right and that deposit goes to who right well who exactly, it goes, to? goes exactly to the government it right? goes to the government wow <laughs> yeah so so it's interesting like i want to be able to take my cans back to any beer store and get those 10 cents back right if oh, the deposit yeah. was paid on them then yeah so yeah we're you know the, the rules are interesting yeah and we're hoping to clarify some of them for our listeners and consumers in general right exactly now exactly. i know in, in the states at least with a lot of the cannabis waste if even though it's can be collected because it was used for cannabis 
it's considered contaminated and they won't even touch it. Is it that way in Canada as well? It could kill somebody. Well, um, I mean, I think they think it's, it's medical waste, basically. Ugh. Yeah, I think it's more an issue of we don't have the like the facilities to process that kind of plastic. Okay. And that kind of the plastic that we're using up here um, is like it has to be that type of plastic to meet the security requirements. Yes. So it's like they've made a rule to just make more waste. Yeah. Jeez. But, and I mean, to kind of keep the plastic company that makes that kind of plastic happy too. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's companies that use glass jars, which, yes. you know, they can go into any recycling and that's good. Yes. You know, that's a start. But the packaging mm -hmm. of cannabis is crazy though. The different layers. I can't even get into most of them. But you're, mm -hmm. you wouldn't, um, you, I guess you as the consumer have to pay for them, right? Like the price of that pretty glass jar is integrated into the price of the cannabis mm -hmm, but really definitely. i just just give me the give, i'll put it in a plastic bag you know like i'll carry it home and put it in a jar when i get there but yeah kind of bring my own jar please that's kind of thing you know yeah exactly but we're, we're a long way off from that yeah we won't see that <laughs> it should be that way though i mean yeah but hopefully a, a lot of the attention around global warming will you know affect and have a now, no, no, climate oh, change, no. climate change. Oh gosh, Matthew's worried about his YouTube algorithm again. <laughs> now they're going to take us down. <laughs> I mean, hopefully that will uh, that will play a part in making some of these laws change. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, TG brings it up a lot regarding the uh, the, pa the packaging for different cannabis products, and it's absolutely fucking ridiculous, man. It is, Matthew. Yeah, the day, like, we've just banned single-use plastics completely in Ontario. Oh, Ontario. Don't, don't even get me started on the fucking plastic you, bag you ban. You can't get a fucking plastic <laughs> ban at the grocery store. Oh, my but... God. I, I did this rant just just uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe, maybe on the last show. <laughs> well, I think it the, was a week ago. In the UK... We uh, a few years ago, maybe five years ago, it's been a while, but we passed a law to try and stop people using so many plastic bags. And they said you have to pay five pence every time you want a plastic bag. So then people stopped using so many. And it was a good thing. You know, if you, you this is you pay five pence, it's like a tax to try and clean up all the plastic that we've been throwing out there. But now it's evolved from five pence for a plastic bag to the missus was at the shop and she bought a bag the other day and it wasn't just five pence and it wasn't plastic. It was paper for one, which is good, but it was 40 fucking pence. So how did it go from paying five pence for plastic to 40 pence for paper, man? We're just being yeah. fucked over by the government here. I'm sure you all know the feeling. Uh, well, here, so my issue with paying the five cents or the five pence or in our case the five cents for a uh, for a plastic bag is where does that five cents go because it doesn't go to any kind of climate change environment no initiative to help it is quite literally just profit in the pocket of these massive corporations mm -hmm. it and goes to buy in more teslas for the government that's what it does right, right, right. <laughs> I would, I would pay, I would gladly pay the five cents or even 10 cents for a bag, knowing that that 10 cents is going to plant some trees mm -hmm. or going to clean up the ocean. I don't know, pick a fucking initiative and send my five cents a bag there. Mm -hmm. Well, my problem is carry it fucking through. 
Don't make me spend five cents at the checkout for a plastic bag when I can go to the produce section yeah. and take as many of those clear plastic bags as I fucking want. They are <laughs> biodegradable and they don't make them biodegradable because if they did, I wouldn't be going and spending money on the fucking biodegradable bags for the compost mm-hmm. system. Or, or you... bags to put in the garbage. Well, well you could I go mean... buy your uh, your already peeled orange in your plastic container. It's like, oh, you could have just left it fucking peeled. You know, yeah. <laughs> leave it in its organic container. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, this is an entire podcast series. Mm-hmm. It's so ridiculous. Um, I, I did actually, we were talking about taxes and I have like this uh, package that we got when we went to Ottawa. And one of the things, there was a bunch in it that really like stood out. But can you explain this yeah. on so, an ounce bag? Yeah, on an earth. A 20 gram bag um the government tax on it is 35 and a half percent that's what the government takes out the retailer wow. takes about, yep the retailer takes about 23 percent the ocs so here in canada we, or sorry here in ontario it's the ontario cannabis store which is also the government which is all yeah it's just a different branch of the government um uh, they take 18.8 percent and then the lp or the producer they only take 22%. Wow. It's ridiculous that the government are taking more than the producer. Right. And remember, like the producer out of that 22%, they still have to grow the product and package the product and market the product. And, and pay, pay tax. And yeah, most of the overheads on yeah. the producer. That's crazy. And pay their fees. And- so I just did the math on that. Between the OCS, which is a branch of the government, and the government itself, they're taking 54.3% profit off of everything we buy legally yeah that's robbery man that's bad and they wonder why the legacy market continues so so healthy well that's exactly it right mm-hmm. yeah. i've got another chart for that yeah you want to talk well, about it yeah 54 <laughs> that's a that's how much less the uh legacy market has to pay 54 yep. percent less expense on the make on the legacy side that's crazy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so for example edibles um the price difference between what you would pay on the at a dispensary in the legal market for like a 10 milligram edible which yes. is what we that's all you can buy per package here in canada the average right. price is seven dollars and 92 cents for an ed- one edible yeah. on the um Legacy, the legacy market, I don't like that they call it the illegal market here, but the legacy market, that same amount of edible with the same amount of cannabis would be 79 cents. Oh, I love that. That so is a huge difference. Yes. Cents-ish. I don't know. That's right. I mean, for somebody I, with a high tolerance like me, I'm going to the legacy market then for sure. 100%. I mean, I, I buy edibles on the legacy or I acquire uh, my edibles on the list on the non-regulated side let's well, call it that the tax-free okay. market yeah the tax-free right the free market <laughs> mm-hmm. and i pay three dollars per edible at 50 milligrams per edible yes right and like that's reasonable like that's affordable and it's effective and you know why would yep. i pay i would be paying five times that to to buy on the legal market? I don't think so. Exactly. And the government legalized cannabis to try and fight the legacy market, the illegal market, whatever you want to call it. They legalized to to get rid of that part of 
illegalness. But if they don't make, if the government's taking so much of the pie, that makes the legal cannabis industry they cannot compete with the legacy mm-hmm. market. Right. There's mm-hmm. just no competing. Now, now they have shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah, now they have done some some price adjusting when it comes to like flour itself, mm-hmm. but still not enough, right? But enough that people will buy their flour there, but nobody's buying their edibles. No, right? like why? Or the person who is is buying edibles is buying is not a regular or daily consumer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. Where your market mm-hmm. is. Right? Like you're anybody it. who is a regular consumer will be growing their own by listening to high on homegrown and then making their own edibles by listening to bite me the show about edibles you know <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly mm-hmm. so there is lots to talk about this season yeah lots to talk about yeah how many episodes do you think you're going to do this season we're going to do 10 we've sort of settled on a 10 episode format after 10 we're burnt out but we're not taking a long break we're just going to take a a two or or three weeks and then we're going to start up again uh 420 and do another 10 episodes yeah sweet so yeah yeah we've got lots you you guys take breaks that's so cool (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah we seem to never take breaks that's right I mean the first break we've we've ever taken really was uh over the christmas period there we took a couple of weeks off was it just it one week? Exciting. It was one week. It felt like a felt like a lot longer, but it was a week. Mm-hmm. So it was wonderful. Well, it was okay. It was. It was like uh, we still got bored on the Sundays, like because every Sunday we stream, and then on the Sunday when we weren't streaming, it was like, hold on, there's something really wrong here. You know? <laughs> but it's always fun to stream. I do enjoy it, but it's the editing that takes up a lot of time. And yeah. not not having to do that for a week. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah, but, you we're know. all we we uh it, you know, summer I go away with the kids and you know, we really want to put as much as we can put yeah. into this and do the best job we can do. So the breaks, you know, although we are not recording, we are hustling and you know, figuring mm-hmm. out what we're doing next. Yeah, because yeah. as you know, that you know, you record for an hour or whatever you record for, but that's the small part of the job. Like you mentioned, editing and yeah, it's only ten percent of the work, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finding guests, connecting with you know, mm-hmm. yeah, all kinds of people, managing the social medias, all all the things that go in. Like podcasting is not just talking to a into a mic and throw it on the internet, right? Yeah, no. hey, for sure. Which I've I been... didn't fully appreciate. Free mm-hmm. <laughs> high ladies podcast. But you know, it's it's nice when people are enjoying it. Now, that's what keeps me going for all the work that I have to do to make high and homegrown. And yeah. same for monkey as well. Same for everybody on the panel. It's like when we get them messages of like fucking love the show. You know, some people are even like it's changed my life. And you know, yeah. that, well, yeah. yeah, sure, man. If that's the way you feel, cool. But <laughs> well, yeah, no, we really. appreciate them fucking messages, man. It really does make a difference to some people's lives. You know, th- there have been times where we have said to each other, like, hey, is it is it time to end this? <laughs> you know, like are we are we running out of steam? Mm. You know, do we want to be doing this? And then somebody sends us a message that is like your podcast has changed my life. And mm-hmm. we're just like, oh my goodness, how do you stop? Yeah. <laughs> we got to do better. We got to do better. Those messages absolutely 
are the fuel in the tank. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I 100% agree. We wouldn't be doing this still if we didn't get so many messages from so many people saying how much they love the show. Because, you, you know, you, you're on the same vibe as we are. We are just normal fucking people. We sit and talk yeah. with a microphone in front of our faces and make a show out of it. And people genuinely enjoy this shit. It's like, well, if you like it, we'll keep doing it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy. But that's the cannabis find- community. Good people. Yes, it's amazing. We have been just so blessed with the cannabis community everybody is so supportive receptive um everybody wants to lift each other up mm-hmm. and i do think that's because it's us against the world or it has been traditionally mm-hmm. that we have to support each other because it was you know something that had to be hidden mm-hmm. and so we had to rely on each other to learn and to you know spread the word and i think that continues today mm-hmm. So what's going to change for the high ladies in 2023? Are you going to consider some live streams? Oh. Oh. <laughs> they do. Occasionally they start a live video. You just have yeah. to you have to hang on on the Instagram and just watch. Yeah, yeah. you never know. We're going to try and get out and about more. Um, we are going to be actually... Oh, can I say, can I say that we have been, when does, does, is this episode coming in? Which episode? The one that we're, oh, the one we're on right now? (laughs) When does this episode come out? Uh, Next week, maybe the week after, it's the next couple of weeks. Perfect. So, we have been nominated um, for podcast of the year, can a a podcast of the year at uh, Can Expo. Thank you, Can Expo. Oh, cool. Nice. So, yeah, so, we're very excited, we sort of caught wind and said they said don't really tell anybody <laughs> until the end of the month so okay this is- everybody out there in chat this is a very limited live stream nobody say no. anything uh, yeah. uh, but you can go to can expo at c-a-n-n expo um and they will have on there the um voting and you can vote for highlights podcast so it'd be wonderful if we wonderful if we could win you know best podcast it would Absolutely. be fun. We're down there speaking on a panel um, and giving a fireside chat uh, about Highlands nice. podcast and doing sort of a yeah. The fireside is going to be like us just talking with other parents about yeah consuming and how we've managed that and you know the relationships and different perspectives on can of parenting. Yes, right. Very cool. So, Very cool. It, so yeah, the the icing on that would be. To, to walk away with an award, award-winning mm-hmm. podcast, high ladies podcast, <laughs> and you can like share it between yourself week by week, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, but just cut it down the middle. And Amanda, Monday, Wednesday, said, "I'll take the like the the gold person on top." <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday, another every other Sunday. <laughs> like a parental agreement, you know. <laughs> one week on, one week up. Yeah. So. That's a really big cannabis expo here in, it will be in Toronto and it's at one of Toronto's biggest exhibition spots. So to be part of that, for them to ask us to come and share what we're doing was very exciting. So we're going to try and get out and about more. That's really our goal. Yeah. Do you not want to come over to YouTube? It's such a great platform for cannabis content. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that was thick with sarcasm. That was that was that was so thick. Felt like I was underwater for a second, you know. (laughs) That's what I'm worried about. 
it's not so bad, really. I mean, you can't, you just don't expect anything from YouTube. It's a place to stream. You know, they, you won't get much promotion through the algorithms for your streams and stuff, but no. it works. It's somewhere to do it. You have to promote yourself on other platforms to get your audience going. Mm -hmm. YouTube won't get you there. But it'll get your message out. It makes it available. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do have a, a page on YouTube that has all of last season. No, nice. So oh, all, yeah. all of season four. Cool. Um, yeah. So it, it is there, but... Uh, Our motives behind it weren't really to engage with YouTube, but we had copycat. <gasps> no, it's, they weren't... A, I wouldn't say they were a copycat, but they really liked the name High Ladies Podcast. So they hmm. were... They were on YouTube trying to make, you know, whatever podcast right. they, which is so not in alignment with our kind of content. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, it's so, the opposite of us in their sort of their, their delivery. Um, and we were really afraid that people would hear of High Lady's podcast, go onto YouTube and see this other thing that wasn't us and be like, oh my God, that's not what I expected. Right. Yeah, so we yeah. kind of had to pee on the corners of the mark our territory. But yeah, but it's great because now when you type into Google High Ladies Podcast for the first few pages. Nice. Um, and we've bumped them out of the yes. out of that space. So cool. But Let's yeah, make, making more Yes. Well, we've always said that we don't have faces for, or we have faces for radio. That's always been our thing, but we know that the video content is key in building a podcast platform. So yeah. Yeah. It's difficult yeah. without being able to show your faces for sure. It's the problem we have me and monkey because we both can't uh, show our faces and I just think sure. we could do so much more if we could, but you know, we just can't do it yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's we'll a shame. Get I get squirrely in front of a camera. And I'm a hand talker. So <laughs> well, I, I would <laughs> I don't know because we've been without the camera for so long. It's like now I think if we did put the camera on and we just, I was just sitting there, you know, I'll be there picking my nose and shit. Cause people don't see it right now. I'm used to just doing what the fuck I want because no camera. <laughs> and then the camera's gonna be on sometime. I'm gonna forget because we're on camera. I'm gonna be there playing with my hair and shit. <laughs> <laughs> We were doing an interview once and Amanda's mind started to wander and I flashed her. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm running her in court. Just to like bring her back into the Right. Imagine if the camera was on. It's like, shit. Right. That's definitely a YouTube flag. <laughs> <laughs> shit, man. So uh, what other subjects have you got lined up for your episodes? Do you know what you're going to be talking about? Because you're doing the drinks, uh, the packaging. What, what else are you going to be doing? So tomorrow we're actually recording for next week's episode. Oh, yes. We're meeting with uh, Mel from a... Uh, the store is, or the shop is called Urban Green Market. And it is a cannabis lifestyle brand or space. Yes. Right. It's a space where you can rent out. They're 420 friendly um, for consumption and, you know, consuming. They're central downtown. So we're going to be talking about the future of consumption lounges. So right. Yeah, that's an interesting one. 
it's legal to buy, but it's not legal to consume anywhere, which is an issue. Well, no, no, no. It's not that it's that it is not legal. You can consume on your driveway. There's no spaces. The, right. But there's no dedicated space that's like, hey, come together as a community. Yeah. Right. But we have bars mm-hmm. and that's way more dangerous. Oh, for sure. Here, Absolutely agree with that. Group of people together and feed them alcohol yeah. and see what happens. So this company <laughs> has sort of made a consumption space, hoping that once we get there, they'll be already up and running and able to do it. So they're kind of testing the waters. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we're going to be talking about yeah tomorrow will be the future consumption spaces. Um, I don't like giving too much away. But yeah, uh, we're definitely going to have somebody on from the packaging world, and we're definitely going to be talking about excise tax. Yep. We have that one lined up. We have a really cool person to talk about that. Nice. So, so lots of guests for this thing. season. So we got, yeah, well, we always slide in two or three of us alone, and I like to do a few new news stories mm-hmm. and what's happening in our lives. Um, mm-hmm. But we're really not that interesting. No, we're really not. <laughs> yeah that's it it's the same for us you know we're not really that interesting so we get all these interesting people on the show and it kind of covers yeah. us exactly exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly yeah and it's hard to be an expert on everything right exactly yeah yeah for sure yeah so having having people come in and like i, I like to learn too so well, there's when we... so many cool people in the space and like we're mm-hmm. getting to we're learning and getting to know them at the same time that our listeners are yeah Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing, you know, what the com- where the conversation goes and what you learn. So that's been a real highlight for me, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the interview is probably my favorite part of doing the podcast. You just speak to so many cool people. Mm-hmm. It's very cool, man. We're very, very privileged. And I've said that exactly. a few times this week. But, you know, we are very privileged to speak to all these cool fucking people. Man. We feel like it at least, yes. Mm. Definitely privileged and, and you know, also privileged to be able to say, hey, I really love the message that you're sharing or the product or who you are. We'd love to share you with our community and to be able to share these people. Mm-hmm. It's also a privilege. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to shed some light on you know, local small businesses and you know, producers that are local to us. People that are doing good. Yeah. People who are doing good, doing good things in a space that we that i personally take lots of issues with right mm-hmm. like if you're <laughs> in the space that's just you're only feeding the government um at, at least you're taking care of the environment at least you're you know being aware of what you're doing you know being respectful to the plant right mm-hmm. so if you got to be a government uh uh a crony at least do it nicely <laughs> Fucking, it's like, it's, it's a cannabis user's thing to just dislike the government because we've been treated like pricks by them for so fucking long, man. Yep. Yeah. It's the lies, constant, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here in Ontario, um, I know that our, I think we start in the third grade, the kids get their first conversation about, in health class, about drugs. Mm-hmm. And the difference between drugs you get on the street and medicine that you get from the pharmacy. And when yeah. my daughter came home and was telling me about, you know, what they talked about in class, I, I tried to reframe her with like, no, no, what you get from the pharmacy is drugs. Yeah. Like that's drugs. still drugs. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, 
and like you know we talked about what mummy uses which is and we talked about it as plant-based medicine right like mm-hmm. this, this is plant medicine so you know what what you're learning is medicine and like there, there is a disconnect so even as young as like nine years old when i'm having conversations with my kids about you know the propaganda you're getting fed at school yeah. Yeah. isn't exactly accurate. Yeah, yeah it's Matthew, bullshit, it's the same here, you know, and that it's you know, drugs are bad, drugs are bad, drugs are bad. That doesn't really teach anybody anything. Mm-hmm. It's a very old way of, of of explaining what's going on and and what's happening with drug culture out, yeah. outside. Yeah, it should be very scary. I mean, we live in a in a city where like fentanyl is a huge problem in our neighborhoods. Yeah, right? like. I think they should be teaching of how to recognize that, how yep. to recognize you know, somebody having a, a bad drug reaction, yeah. what the well, effects what, of these drugs are. How to have a conversation with your friend about, you know, like if, if you see your friend going down a, a funky path, you know, or they, they confide in you that they're starting to use uh, drugs, but like drugs of a particular caliber, like how mm-hmm. do you have that conversation with your friend? Like, oh, you probably shouldn't take fentanyl. It's really bad. Like, yeah. Th- those are hard conversations. Yeah, proper education is important, man. It's like proper education, not propaganda. Don't just force yeah. bullshit narratives down our kids' necks. It's ridiculous, mm, man. Like See, I'm pretty, you know, I like to think that all drugs should be legalized. Not easily accessible, yeah. but legalized so they can be properly controlled and safe for the people who are taking Amen. them. Yeah, yeah. there's use... loads of fentanyl in fucking everything nowadays, by the sound of things. Mm-hmm. And it's well, just... drugs should be a, a social issue, not not a crime. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, mm-hmm. oh, fix the person, that. don't put him in jail. That's the kind of it's it's craziness. You know, one would be so much less expensive and better for society. Fix the problem. help the person don't stick them in jail forever yeah Mm -hmm. actually just on that topic i was driving past downtown uh, in our local city here where we have a methadone clinic and they used to have two appointment times on two separate days and i just drove by the other day and now they have four time slots on four different days all right so they're making things more accessible for people who like you know so it's it's not like you have to be here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's like, oh, you've got, you know, the, the whole week to get your meds. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, nobody I'm ever good. intends on becoming a drug addict. You know, nobody's yes. like, I can't wait until I'm older so I can be addicted to heroin. That's going to be brilliant. Nobody fucking mm-hmm. wants that. They just end up there accidentally and they need help to stop doing it. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, yeah. you're preaching to the choir. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just crazy how the government don't see this, or maybe they do see it, and they just I think they like see to. It and they care. Sorry, I think they see it and they just don't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just it enrages me because it costs lives, man. Yeah. You know, and they yeah. try and spam this bullshit down your kids' necks, and, and you have to re-educate them and break the, break down the propaganda that they've been forced to listen to, because nobody says anything about alcohol. You know, it's like how cannabis is so bad and all this shit. And it's like, well, the, you want to go down the fucking outdoor, buy a couple of Jeez. bottles of whiskers and drink it all by the end of the day and you won't wake up tomorrow. You know, well, alcohol is killed and ruined more lives mm-hmm. than yeah. cannabis will ever do. So it's crazy. Yeah. Well, they're, they're talking here in Canada about putting uh, warning labels, cancer warning labels on alcohol bottles. And, they, and I think just this week they have changed the Health Canada recommended guide for alcohol to say max two drinks a week 
and that no amount of alcohol is safe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now that just came out in a Health Canada report and sometime this week. Mm-hmm. It as, as you want, and yeah. again, the government takes so much tax on. Oh alcohol. yeah. Mm-hmm. If I mm-hmm. beer that I would spend thirty five dollars for, yeah. if I go south of the border to the states, that's an eight dollar bottle of wine. Wow, oh, kind of states, I buy. I bought like a 15 year old bottle of wine for 20 bucks. Wow. The cheapest mm-hmm. bottle of wine now in the LCBO is 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. And that stuff is off. Yeah. Not that I would know. I think all alcohol is gross, but. It's, it's all gone so, fucking mad, man. And the government just takes so much tax yeah, on, on it's everything. Not going back into mental See, health. It's not right. going back into safe inject- injection sites. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. going, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's, there's an accountability piece to this. Like the government is not being held accountable for where their our tax dollars are going, because there's there's no way that they're spending it in, a you know like an accurate way. Like it's not being reported to the public in an accurate way. And if if I knew that my cannabis tax was being split between, like you're saying, safe injection sites, mental health resources, um, drug diversion programs, whatever, whatever, you know, I honestly I don't even care what the thing you're going to spend it on is as long as it's something for the community mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and then i see it come to fruition and i'm like oh look th- this is great and i feel good about it but right now all i all i feel like is somebody is getting rich yeah yeah <laughs> you know and it's not exactly and it's not us so where where is my money going and we should be holding the count uh, holding the people responsible for that accountable Mm-hmm. and we're not as a well you're putting a lot of information in my head right now so when my state eventually as dragging as it is it was decides to talk about being legal then maybe i have some questions to be asking now like sure oh, yeah. you're going to go ahead and have all these taxes let's talk about what these taxes are going to do i'm sure they're going to want to put it in a general fund where they'll have all the access and i'll have no information yep you know? and that's what happened here yeah right is it just goes into like a big pot that you know, oh, roads need to get done? Not a problem. We're just dip into that pot. But cannabis right now is the biggest contributor to the tax. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, it's keeping a lot of systems running. <laughs> exactly. Right. If, if pot wasn't legalized in Canada during the pandemic, we would be in a much worse position. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. The government's making billions of dollars off yeah. of it. Uh, and again, it goes into a black hole where we don't know what's happening with all that tax money. Yep. And you know, but it's it, tax at every lo- level, of course. Some of it goes into funding the prisons that they've put our fellow smokers in for having exactly. the same possession of cannabis. It's like, you fucking criminal motherfucker. Who's being held responsible for this bullshit, man? Right. Well, that's a good question. We can't seem to find an answer mm-hmm. because it looks like nobody is. Yeah. And I recently read that, at least in Ontario, cannabis is a bigger employer than the dairy industry. Wow. More people employed in cannabis than the dairy industry. That's crazy. So it is important mm-hmm. to get this right and to yeah. get it going and mm-hmm. not let the house of cards topple. And to the, the, the only way for, and the easiest way to make this work better for the LPs, especially who are all losing money, mm-hmm. is for the government to just take a smaller piece of the pie. Yeah. 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 Take a smaller piece of the pie. Or or you know what? Take the same amount of piece of pie, 
but take a section of that piece, take half of that pie slice and invest it back into the industry. But that's never going to fucking happen. Uh, well, of course not. But there, you're also- 53 Wait a second. Wait a second. Them. So you're trying to tell me that, that the government's going to be like, oh, uh, I'm making 53% right now. It's okay. I'll just take uh, 40 like, no, they're not going to do that, but they would probably be like, oh, well, we're going to keep taking 53 and we'll allot uh, 20 or 13 percent to blah, 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 blah. And then they'll hide it and cover it up and spend it on whatever they want anyways. But that doesn't fix oh. the root problem, which is the LPs are all losing money. There was only one LP in Canada last year that, that profited, profited that didn't. And barely. Yes. One out of all the LPs Fuck, in Canada. You know. That's not a problem. You know, if you want them to invest back in the cannabis industry, they'll just raise the tax from 53% to 56% and they'll give you 3%. (laughs) That's the way they think. I mean, I'll be blunt. I don't know what you all talk like this for. You all tinfoil hat, whereas the government is good for us. They only do good things for us. The government are our friends. They have our best interest at heart. Okay. Most dangerous words come out of our politicians' <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We care about you. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, man. And we've all been lied to for so fucking long. And it's the same shit over and over again. And it's still the same bullshit pouring out of their mouths, especially here in the UK, because we still haven't got legislation over here. Mm-hmm. And even though it must be like one in five people in the UK use cannabis in some way or another, it's a ridiculous amount of people. And they still just don't want to legalize it because it's a reason for them to just prosecute people and send people to prison or make them pay fines. Yeah. It's a fucking farce, man. I'm sick of this being, shit. I think you're being kind when you said one in five people are using cannabis. Mm, I think mm. that if people were actually being honest, it would be a lot higher than yeah, that. Yeah, one in three, man. One in three adults. At mm-hmm. least. Mm-hmm. You know, and fucking more than 50% of people think that it should be legalized. But the government are there like, no, 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 don't be silly. It's dangerous. What about the mind-altering super skunk? He will give you psychosis. <laughs> Not that again. Here we go. Oh, God. That's what they call it, man. It's like legitimate words the government use here in the UK. Mind-altering super skunk. I just grew some of that mind-altering super skunk. It wasn't that mind-altering. And the government's friends grow mind-altering super skunk over in this country. So it's mm-hmm. not illegal to grow cannabis in the UK. You've just got to have enough money to bribe the government, and then you'll be okay. That's it. <laughs> well, that's always been the way. Mm-hmm. The rich get to play and do whatever they want. Yeah. That's right. Sick of this shit. Fucking I yeah. quit. Yeah. <laughs> we all quit. We're on strike. We got, we're done with this. You know, and they take all this tax money and where does it go, man? So I don't even want to get into that fucking rant. Uh, a man and I are looking at each other like, how much can we say? <laughs> What's going to trigger you two here? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's ridiculous, man. We need to see changes. And the only way to get it done is by getting involved in politics like you guys are doing now. This is a, a good direction you guys are taking, man. Yes. Yeah. And it is, you know, changes. It's one change at a time. It's one small brick on top of another, mm-hmm. which is why we were so happy and proud about our government being able to recognize the mistake in the drink equivalency mm-hmm. and the- rectify. It's a small thing, but it shows that we, you know, it's one step forward. If we can tackle that, then we mm-hmm. can tackle the next hurdle. That's mm-hmm. right. And 
I think a lot of this season is going to be about trying to inspire our listeners to do the same. Yeah. Right. So if, if we put up a, a petition or a, a call to action on our, on our website or sorry, on our Instagram account there, when people react, when they see it and they're like, Oh, this is a simple way that I can make change. And they add their name to the list. Like that's how we enact change is we start mm-hmm. with those, those, Yep. You know, petitions and then move from there and it's a small way that people can get involved right and it yep. starts as we always say at high ladies with just having the conversation yeah yeah it's nice man it's, it's a good way to go i wish we could well you know high on homegrown as it is i wish i could do more here in the uk but it's still too much to risk right now yeah. uh, We're well, fighting for you. that's right oh, mm-hmm. um, i i would say to any Anybody who's in a country that isn't legal when or in a space that's not legal, like when the time comes, ask a lot of questions. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like attend the meetings, you know, mm-hmm. make your voice heard, share with your friends on your social media, you know, why you should care about this. Because really, when when I start explaining to even a non-consumer or somebody who's anti-cannabis how the taxation works they get it and they're like well that's not fair like even though i'm totally mm-hmm. against what you're doing i'm equally as against the taxation structure so this is an issue that affects everybody in the community not just the cannabis community yeah. mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. So, ask the questions attend the meetings and uh Call a Canadian, eh? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Call it a Canadian, eh? I'm not your buddy guy. You know? <laughs> <You're homosexual. laughs> we love that Terrence and Philip shit from South Park. You know Terrence and Philip? Mm-hmm. you got to know Terrence and Philip. Everybody oh, knows know. Terrence and Philip. You know what I mean? They're Canadian. They have to know Terrence and Philip. Come on yeah. now. That... It's, part, it's part of you don't get your citizenship until you have watched <laughs> there's a whole list of canadian content you have to watch where you're allowed to call yourself a canadian trailer park boys yeah that kind of stuff yeah, the trailer park boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i wonder how julian kept that glass in his hand for so many seasons though that actor <laughs> had to be so freaking tired of having that glass in his hand sctv that was my favorite oh, yeah. Castle going way back yeah so yeah like Amanda said, you know, you're going to get there over in the UK. And when you do, just look over the pond here and, and sort of take some trips, tips from where we tripped up. Yeah. yeah and, then... and don't, don't let all the decision making happen behind closed doors between the government and corporations. Because oh, that's God, what happens yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Right? Like it, the only, really, the only people who got a, a say were people who were wealthy and prepared to enter in the industry doesn't the government in the uk change every six weeks though <laughs> yeah but uh, that's the way it has been right now <laughs> and, and you know nobody's got a clue what the fuck is going on over here either it doesn't matter it's, it's like they get the next guy in and they start blaming him th- for things and it's like you do know that this is a sinking ship we are in right now and it doesn't matter how many different captains you have it's not going to stop the water from getting into the fucking ship we are sinking yeah, no. there's no stopping it doesn't matter how many fucking captains we have. You know, yeah, we hit a big iceberg called Brexit a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Since yeah. then, we've been fucked. You know, Mackie, I've been listening to um, 
podcast called British Scandal. Oh, right. That must be a long. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Never ending subjects there, huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me tell you, it has gotten progressively more interesting over the last, like, you know, six months. It's it's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whole it's current. What's oh yeah. Currently, it's current and and dissects like old politicians. Like it's it's fabulous. Yeah, it's fabulous. Looking- watch you from out from outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great entertainment. You know, your life. You know, but this is why I like to watch American politics. You know, because oh, yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah. But okay. before we used to be like, oh, at least it isn't as bad as the USA. But <laughs> but now the tables have turned. You know, <laughs> okay, we're not doing much better over here. So. Yeah, yeah. We're just smaller. So. <laughs> when, when I watch the uh, the press conferences by our provincial and federal governments, I call them my comedy shows. <laughs> they're just it's just hilarious. It's just fucking crazy, man. It's like every country, the politicians are fucked. Every country, the politicians are making rules that favor their friends and themselves and just leave everybody else to be the shit on the bottom of the shoe that they'll scrape off when they're fucking done with us. It's disgusting what we have to put up with, man. And that's all of us, you know. I couldn't imagine being a... I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. I couldn't imagine being a politician, though. Like, you have millions of bosses. You're never going to do it right. As you said, you're on a ship, shink, sinking ship. It, You know, the ship has had termites for decades. It's not the captain's <laughs> fault. But also, we don't pay them very well. So we get the shit of the shit of the fucking shit. Uh, Doug Ford, who is our premier, was a drug dealer. was a ca- marijuana drug dealer in high school in Etobicoke. My cousin went to school with him. And he and his brother were like the local guys that were known. You want your weed, your hash, you go to the Fords. He's now our premier. Wow. Yeah. And he's the still the only one who's making money. And, and he's awful. Three checks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's a, he's a con artist, but I mean, it's good. Even people who enter politics with the best of intentions, who want to make change and they get elected on a platform that is a, from a good place, they become corrupt because you have to, like... Because they have to fuck a pig. Yeah, exactly. And then they hold it against you, like, no, you're not going to pass that. If you pass that law, legalizing cannabis, we're going to release the pig video, Dave. We'll do it. <laughs> Or, you know, the Epstein video, you know what I'm saying? Wink, wink, yeah. nudge, nudge. Yeah. They, they know exactly what the fuck they're doing, man. Crooked, yeah. crooked to the core, yeah. man. Say no more. Say no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think we're at a very interesting time in in the world, and I think we're going to see some big changes, and shit, shit's going to get real bad before it gets any better. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think we're going to see some some structural changes. Yeah. Well, we need to. Ride's about to get a bit bumpy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Make sure. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts. your seatbelts. <laughs> please keep your hands and legs inside the ride at all times. <laughs> the oxygen mask will come from above. Please put your mask on before your child. Damn. <laughs> That's but... the state of the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. But you're right. I I agree. I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Unfortunately. Yeah. And I just yeah. like to remember the days, you know, like in the in the nineties. Weren't the nineties fucking awesome? Oh, the nineties no? were the best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could do drugs with no fentanyl. Oh, so oh, good! So, such a good time. Yeah. yeah. God yeah. damn. 
And now look yeah, where the fuck we are. We're, we're, where's my flying car, man? Where's we my jetpack? Yeah, man, that's supposed to happen at the turn of the century. What? What, what kind of go on holiday to the moon yet? Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no paperless society. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? We we're going to have paperless society? There's more mm. paper than ever. I've got to do it on the computer that print it six times <laughs> and scan it. Fuck, you know. Imagine the amount of paper which we save nowadays compared to what we used to. Mm. Crazy. I, I, I don't know. I used to, you know what, I still have a really bad habit of doing is using envelopes as like scrap paper. Oh boy. <laughs> no, it's not, but it's, it, it, honestly, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't know, people make fun of me all the time about it. Get a notebook. Um, not <laughs> yeah, no cards, anything. Paper. Scratch pad, that'll work. Mm. Yes, it can, you know? But, yeah, 2023. Like, can you imagine? It's fucked up. I didn't think I was going to make it this long. Yeah, I know. I, I feel the same. No way. no way I'm going to make it into my, like, my 30s or I'm going to do something dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, life goes on, man. We seem to be just dragging ourselves through it right now. And hopefully things will change for the better eventually. But Sometimes she does it. We all need to stop watching the news. That would make a big fucking difference because the news oh, just yeah. spams us full of shit, man. You know, you know, what, oh, I did. I stopped watching the news altogether mm-hmm, mid mm-hmm. early 2022. I'd mm. gotten really deep into US politics and I was like watching Rachel Maddow and I was just. Oh, God. Oh, God. God. Don't watch so that. <laughs> no, nothing. no Canadian news, no American news. I, you know, if I need to know, my husband will let me know. The only news I consume is a breakfast show here in Canada called Breakfast Television that does the lightest, most fluffy news ever. It's like, oh, there's a big fight going on somewhere on the other side of the world. Now let's see some puppies. <laughs> <laughs> so the I don't show. do any news. So we should let you go and do your thing because we've kept you for long enough now. We appreciate you coming along and chatting with us. Of course, it's always a good time to chat to you, ladies. Uh, oh, you too. Likewise. Monkey Mackie, we love you too so much. Sorry if we are, well, if I, not we. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if I ranted a bit too hard there. You know, I get a bit emotional about these kind of things. Fucking hate oh, government bastard. Sorry. I'd love to let loose with you guys. <laughs> um, it, it's always a lot of fun coming on. And again, for your listeners, you can find High Ladies on all listening platforms. Awesome. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Instagram at High Ladies Podcast. And we're going to be coming out every week uh, for the next 10 weeks. That's right. Nice. Nice. So you find iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Deezer. Deezer. Mm-hmm. It's all these ones I've never even heard of. I think I counted the other day we're on over 20 listening platforms. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, same as us. Crazy. We're on yeah. ones yeah. I don't even know we're on. <laughs> I wish I challenge people to find a platform we're not on. Mm, that's it. We go. say the same thing. And if you do find one, let us know because we'll get on it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Simple. Awesome. All right. Well, all right, guys. Have a great night. Yeah, man. Well, you too. And if you need anything, just let us know. You know, we're here. Just give us a shout if you got anything you want to let our listeners know about or anything like that. Just let us know. And congratulations on the nomination. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll let you know. As soon as you have that link as well, make sure you send it to me. And when I send out this episode, I'll put that link in the description of this make episode. Sure you get the so people can oh, click it and go get the link. You're so smart. All right. <laughs> Kisses, Linda. 
it's, it's and blood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sweet. Right. Um, right. Okay. Fantastic. Goodbye, ladies. Have a good day. We yeah, are waving. Thanks so much. Thank you. Wave. Everybody wave. wave everybody. Okay. <laughs> there they go. The high ladies. Always a good time speaking to the high ladies. there we go everybody that was annie and amanda from the high ladies podcast i hope you enjoyed this interview as was mentioned throughout the show there they are being nominated for a podcasting award now you can find the link where you can vote for the high ladies in the description of this podcast so just head to the description from wherever you downloaded it from click on the link and if you can no pressure of course but it would be massively appreciated if you could go and vote for the high ladies and try and get them an award that would be very very cool but uh Please, if you have time as well, if you're a regular listener of the show, then do us a massive favor and just leave a comment on whichever network you listen to the show on. That would be pretty fucking sweet. Five stars would be epic. So yes, do that if you can. And of course, that would be very much appreciated. So yeah, that's about it for this week. I hope you enjoyed this interview. Uh, we got the Grow Guides on Friday, which is all about micro-growing. So stay tuned for that. And keep an eye out on the website as well, highandhomegrown.com. Lots going on over there over the coming weeks as I revamp everything. And it's starting to look really nice. So check it out if you haven't done that before. But anyway, thank you, as always, for downloading and listening to the show. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll catch you on the next one, which is Friday. So have a good week. Stay high, stay safe. And we'll see you then. Goodbye. <laughs>